Bob is an alien. They say he's from the South. You know what that music means? I'm sure you're from the South, Brett. It means I'm back from my COVID testing visit in the Players Parking Lot here at Lambeau Field. And Steve the Homer True is here for his usual Wednesday visit with us. You can hear Homer each weekday on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee alongside the Marquette Hall of Famer, Tony Smith, the Falcon and the Hall of Famer. And you, of course, hear him all the time as well as the voice of Marquette men's basketball. Homer, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Uh, I'm awesome. A um, little worried. Listen to Taos talk about Aaron Rodgers. And, yes, they're going to hit him hard when the Packers and the Bears play. He has irritated a uh, very good and aggressive defense, and they will want to hurt him beyond what they can even say publicly. He has embarrassed them. Uh, Yeah, no, he's definitely rubbed salt in the wound. I said that on Monday. And, you know, it's one thing to, to, uh, you know, kind of irritate a fan base, but that fan base, yeah, they're all embarrassed by it. And Aaron had every right to say it. He understands that his words carry a big, you know, it, it carry a big amount of weight. And... People are going to be incredibly motivated. And to Jason's point, what he said, it's one thing to be motivated and to be playing all fired up. Or do you have the talent to get it done? And is that in turn, does your team see that? Is the O-line's going to be hearing about that too? That they, just what Homer said, they're going to be coming at him, and they're going to be coming at him hard. Yeah, it's one thing to be stupid. It's another, one, another thing to have someone else tell you you're stupid and the rest of the world. Yeah, it's true. But, um, no, it's, on the other hand, this is the most that Aaron Rodgers has ever been loved by Packer fans. It's at an all-time high. There's uh, n- there's, uh, no. Yeah. I disagree. Right. After the Super when Bowl he won the Super when he was Bowl. most loved. Yeah, come on. Right. No, this is bigger than the Super Bowl. No, no. When How he's can on you the, say it's bigger than winning when he was Super on a parade and he a, just brought a, a championship back? To a certain back? percentage of Packer fans, the love they have for an embarrassment and the way he embarrassed the Bears, yes, is, is yeah. uh, bigger than the Super Bowl. Yep. Homer, listen, not, I want to overwhelming agree with you. percentage. Homer, but. I want to agree with you, but what you just said there makes no sense at all because of course yes you don't there's nine or ten percent we had i don't know jason how many people voted in our poll couple three thousand plus three thousand some people ten percent which you do the math on that what is that three uh three hundred people roughly yeah look at you still thought that that was the the wrong thing to do yeah nobody thought our world they look at 10 percent you look at it aaron Rodgers looks at it homer he's right homer he's homer we talked guys 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 guys, guys, hold up hold up the problem is yes it's a small number and it is a vocal i I get all that after Rodgers winning the super bowl Coming back, that is when he was the most beloved. That there's no, you can't argue with me on this. There's no argument. Okay. All right. Done. Homer, you Perfect. do make a good point though, and it's because I made the point earlier in the show because you have said this to me many times. And listening to Aaron Rodgers talk about cancel culture and woke culture and the reaction of some to what he did 
two Bears fans. He did what I do, that you rightfully tell me I shouldn't, which is paid attention to a small group and ignored a large group that supported what he did. I mean, yeah, he, you, he picks a time when Packer fans, we can argue if it's bigger than the Super Bowl, they adore him. They, there are many Packer fans that have never liked his behavior as much as this specific thing, and he finds a way to be pissed about it because that's who he is. It's a part of who he is. Like, isn't that, Can't even isn't appreciate that, the great moments. Isn't that what you preach to me, though? Isn't he guilty of that here? Is just yes, fo- totally. focusing yes. on that group? 100%. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Homer, so Domofsky put an interesting article out. This I'm morning. putting the poll up now, by the way. Okay. And I know you wanted it up. The question I have, and I think Jason's going to put this in poll form, is it ludicrous to trade Jordan Love at this point? Yes, we all agree. Even Domofsky agrees. It's not going to happen. But if the Packers trade Jordan Love, and let's say they get a fourth-round pick, and that solidifies an Aaron Rodgers extension for five years, are you doing that deal today? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, Why? the manner in which you do it, it's, you know, you're. I'm not doing it unless it's part of uh, uh, understanding with Rodgers. I'm not doing it unless I have an agreement for Rodgers to be here that long. What does Rodgers as the GM do there? Does he say, no, we can, we can get more assets from him if we develop him <laughs> and then we can trade him in two years? Uh, that, that is a great question. Uh, what would really Rodgers is. suggest? No, Rodgers would say, he, he, you know, he's not a get, get, move on. Get what you can. Let's go. I don't think he does. I don't think he would do that because then Goody could use that and put that out. I don't think he tells Goody that. I think he would say, I can't comment on that. It's too close to the situation. If you were Well, I'm not arguing. I thought we are discussing what he would say privately, not publicly. Yeah, he'd say move on. Uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. If he were, if you were Goody, would you ask him his opinion just to see how he'd respond? Sure. Yeah. I play play that game. Yeah, I don't think he can ask Aaron this one. Like he's getting Aaron more involved. I don't think if the Patriots come and say, "Hey, we'll trade you Hoyer and a fourth round pick for Jordan Love," yeah, does he go to Aaron and say, "What do you think? A good deal?" Should we well, no, but in? you understand this. Getting Aaron involved is all made up. This is all just a joke. It happened about one thing. I don't think Goody even wanted to do it. I think, but this premise of Aaron being involved is just. You mean it's garbage, so I if, I, if, if I'm doing it, I'm just making it up to make it up and continue this makeup stuff. No, cause... I don't think so. I think they are bringing him into conversations more because they want to keep him. Well, no, but, but the conver- bringing him into conversations means nothing. This is just like they were so Wait, close Randall to Cobb- a deal. Whoa, whoa. Means nothing. Randall Cobb will disagree with you. Well, they, Randall Cobb is, again, the one example, and... Uh, I'm assuming the only one he'll get, but we give him that, and then, yeah, let's bring him in and let him talk, and it's all made up crap. Uh, They know it. I don't know if he knows it. Um, Nothing matters unless there's action. That's why Cobb was huge, and he gets credit for all that. But, this, you know, we lived in this. Oh, they came so close. Oh, Gilmore's the latest. Doesn't mean anything. They know it doesn't mean anything, but they play the game because everybody likes it. So do you th- so what would it take for you to view this as something more than just placating him and making him think because first of all you and I both know that Rodgers is smart enough that he would recognize if they were just placating sure. him don't you think so either yeah, he but- knows and he's just playing along or 
is there something they could do? Is there another transaction that could occur that would allow Steve the Homer True to say, you know what? I was wrong. Apparently, they're listening to him more than I thought they were. Yeah, they did any, any, this any Red, as well. Rogers is smart enough to go, sure, I'll talk with them. They did it once. I never thought they'd do cops, so maybe they'll do it again. I'm not expecting them to ever do it again. No, it would be to do something, not talk. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did it again. That would be huge. Randall Cobb is, is there's, it's, it's, it's hard to say how huge it is, even though he's an old guy. The fact that they did that, that they had never come close to doing anything like that. It's, I don't even think Rogers expected it. Okay. So the fact, so they did the Cobb deal. Yeah. So huge. do you, do you too, can we, can you agree on either That'll be a one-off, and it'll never happen again as long as Aaron Rodgers is the Packers quarterback and he is being consulted, air quotes, being part of the conversation, air quotes. Or will there be another instance during his tenure as Packers quarterback and pretend imaginary GM where they'll add another person based on his advice or suggestion? Only if he stays here for a while. Yeah. If he re-ups for three to five years, whatever that's going to look like, he yeah. will have more say and he will bring more players in or keep them that Goody would have liked to have moved on from. The real question is, if they decide to keep him, does Goody decide to stay? That's the interesting part to me. Like, because well, he wouldn't want to have to deal hire? with him? I don't know. I mean, it depends if somebody else is interested in hiring him. He lives with what everybody else lives with. The part of the success is created by Rodgers and how much of it. How many teams would want Goody? Um, I don't know because the issue isn't what Goody does. The issue is what he does that he's told to do. I will always believe that they made the cop move only because of the interaction and involvement of Mark Murphy. If Murphy has a say in other stuff that occurs, which I believe he will, there's no end. Goody, Goody's wish is to... Um, trade Rodgers at the end of this season and get what he can and move on with Jordan Love. That's what Goody wants to do. I'm not sure Goody will have a say because he isn't that important. And that's you my agree point. with that, Tausch? And that's my point. If that is the case, and I think we all agree that was Goody's plan. That was, and then Aaron kind of upset or threw a wrench into those plans. And now, who knows what's going to happen? If that is the case, and that's really what. Brian Gutekunst wanted to do, isn't he so, I guess, demasculated, if that's the right word I'm looking for, into... Demasculated. Then what word, what does he have left to do? Because... Well, no, he, this is already taken. He doesn't have anything now. He, he took the job with the understanding that everything had been removed. He's been here for how many years, and the GM hired the head coach. Oh, we're making the GM. I didn't tell you that when I interviewed you, but now that I'm offering you the Correct. job... The That's fact true. that he d accepted that means he's got nothing to begin with and accepted it. He would leave if he could find a job somewhere else. My I'll guess tell you is, this. But if he's already he... accepted. I have nothing. I've sacrificed whatever it is we, how we want to describe it. If he is in that position, I would say there would be a minimum of 15 teams that would love to get Brian Gutekunst as their general manager. All right, then he'd be gone. Depending on, you know, if if Murphy asks him to do anything else that he doesn't want to do, 
Then, uh, and there are all those teams, which I think 15 is insanity, but it doesn't have to be 15. Um, then he'd Homer, go. Homer, look at what he's done for this organization. No. You oversell this. No. The most important thing that was done was the hiring of Matt LaFleur, right? We agree with that, right? Uh, it's it's definitely been a key part, yes. No, there's nothing close. What do you mean? What's his record to us? The most important decision was hiring Matt LaFleur on a scale of 1 to 10. That's a 10. Anything else is what, a 3, 4? I'd say drafted Jair Alexander's pretty good. Uh, there's a Not lot of other close. things. But, One, yeah, LaFleur's I mean, Well, look at Matt LaFleur's Matt. record. Look at, uh, look at McCarthy's record the last few years. It's, yeah. it's, but anyway, and he didn't hire him. Well, and McCarthy, I, I'm not going to get down. I'm not going down this rabbit for hole. Goody. He did, McCarthy did not have the respect for Goody to let him hire him. Goody McCarthy, wanted a second McCarthy, interview, which means it was still be decided. Why would have said, any no, interest I'm in the man. He's the head coach. Ma- Mike McCarthy had nothing to do with Brian Gutekunst hiring Matt LaFleur. No, I'm saying look about? at McCarthy's record at the end of his time and then look at then look at LaFleur's record to, to speak to how important that hiring was. Well, I mean, listen, we can go chicken and egg all day here because he uh, also it's, it's, picked four guys up off of free agents that have been huge contributors. He's drafted yes. very well. He's done a fantastic Fine. job as the general manager. He's flipped the roster completely, and he was – What's I, the I'm not going to fight you on this Hold again because it's all Mark Murphy. What's the for the difference but, of the Packers' record with McCarthy versus LaFleur? What's the biggest difference? More talent. Rodgers has played better more talent than, than he did the last two years. Of, yeah. All, Matt LaFleur is a huge part of it. I'm to that connection. Yeah. It's true. Homer, are you sticking around or you got to go do God Talk with Pip? <laughs> you know God Talk is on Thursday. Nice plug, though, and I we're know, still trying to get you on it. You've, you've bobbed I and weaved with us, but I will be back. It. Now, add everything Goody has done, times two, not equal to the hiring LaFleur and the relationship of LaFleur and the quarterback. Hey, you know when I could tape God Talk? They play on Thursday next week. I could do yeah. next Thursday. All right, done. There won't be anything going on here at Lambeau Field. Right. More with Steve the Homer True. Star of God Talk with Homer and Pip. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch, brought to you by Tito's Vodka, America's original craft vodka. Find recipes and learn about their story at titosvodka.com. There's a story circulating, the details aren't exact, but it's accepted quasi-scientific fact, because he's proven it again and again. Favre is an alien. They say he's from the South, one of football's biggest stars. Like, show you're from the South, Brett, the South of Mars. Yes, he's proven it again and again. You know what that music Favre means? We alien. continue. The star of God Talk with alien. Homer Pip on YouTube. And alien. Homer and Tony yeah, he's on 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. And your Marquette alien. men's basketball yeah, radio broadcast. Steve the Homer True. Homer, uh, Greg Jennings joining Mark Shimura and Mark Tauscher in the Packers Hall of Fame. Knuckle-headed things that he said notwithstanding, my understanding is you are a big fan of this and that he's very deserving. Is that correct? Uh, one more time, I had trouble with my connection. 
Uh, Greg Jennings, Packers Hall of Fame, extremely deserving. You are a big fan of this selection, if I recall big, correctly. Yes. Yeah, bigger than a big fan. It took too long. He should have been in immediately whenever it was available. Excellence rules and this nitpicking about this other small kind of stuff does not do respect to the greatness of his. Uh, he's one of the great wide receivers in the history of the Green Bay Packers, and they've had some great wide receivers. So you're you're not I, saying that they should have put him in the hall after he signed with the Vikings. They should have still waited until he retired, at least. I, I believe that's the general rule. I don't think you can get in. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, if they'd have put him in, uh, if they put other people in while they were still playing, he would have qualified. Uh, but I don't think they have. So where do you draw the line on that stuff? Because I, I totally agree, by the way. I think Greg is more than deserving. And, he, uh, you know, had he stayed... With the Green Bay Packers, I think he probably would have been in the Hall of Fame, not just the Packers Hall of Fame. But where do you draw the line on it? Because, you know, there's stuff, criminal stuff. Uh, Where do you draw the line if a guy had a great career and maybe does some other stuff, words and stuff that he said obviously is not up to, like, where Darren Sharper or some O.J. Simpson, some of the other folks are. But where is that line for you? I don't know. Each each one is different. I have always stated that that in any Hall of Fame, that if you are a convicted felon, that they have to make some adjustment some adjustment to your plaque or whatever. That's the stand. That should be the standard for all Hall of Fames. Um, What's that but, mean? What, what what do you mean adjustment? Like put an orange jumpsuit around it, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Would you if you cover it up or because let's be honest, if face is backwards, it's a big if. If he's what? not in prison for heinous crimes that he committed, he'd be a Packers Hall of Famer. Yes. Yep. Right. Yep. He'd be in the NFL Hall of Fame, matter of uh, fact. No, I think no. he would. No. Peter King would be close for him. I think it'd be close. Yeah, I would agree. But that one's easy. Yeah. So that the so we know is that if you that... do it after you're in the Hall of Fame. If you do that stuff before you're in the Hall of Fame, then then you're not in the Hall of Fame. So right. so trash-talking the team and saying that you get brainwashed when you work for the Packers and torching McCarthy and torching Rodgers, that in no way rises to the level of keep him out of the Hall of Fame. That we all agree criminal behavior is one thing, saying crappy things about the team is another. I'm not sure you could eliminate someone for anything they said. Um, uh, it would take something incredible. Uh, I don't uh, know, words, John Gruden. Words are, words are uh, again, when you're speaking of the greatness of a player, um, it's almost, it would be almost impossible for me to think of what he could say. Let's say he says that uh, I made Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Fine, you're still in. I don't, you know, again, it would become about something <laughs> legal. <laughs> I mean, say the worst thing he could say. You know, say he went public with many of the things Rogers said about McCarthy privately. I don't know. Hey, he's in. Uh, Homer, the other thing we wanted to touch on with you before we let you go is the ring ceremony last night with the Bucks. I'm sure you and Tony will be talking about it. Are you a jewelry wearer? Do you wear anything besides your wedding ring to show your uh, love, affection, and commitment to the wonderful Nancy? Is there no, any other the jewelry you wear? It's the only piece of jewelry I've ever purchased in my life. Um, I mean, I had an earring once upon those, a time, those, I guess. I mean, first of all, those aren't rings. Uh, that That's like a boulder is what they now are. It's a, it's a diamond boulder. It's not a ring. Nobody wears anything like that on your finger. Come on. Fair. 
Tausch number where it so, says. Um, I mean, I, I don't. You can go back to the uh, um, different sign or when it became where it's so big that it's not a ring, but. That's awesome. I, I, the best part to me was that Herb Cole was there, the worst owner ever, and yet um, he saved the team and now is um, loved and should be for keeping the team here, and they should have a statue for him and would be very inexpensive because he's not <laughs> so very tall. Be very tall, yes. <laughs> but but um, you can say what I've said, and, 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 uh, and Senator Cole does not like me if he still remembers me. Um, I did an event with him and it, at a little league in which he led with, because the team was good that year. He goes, Homer, that's the first nice thing you've ever said about me in your life. That's what he led with, not the the little league fundraiser or whatever like that. Um, it wasn't accurate, but it was close. I, I got into a historic shouting argument with John Steinmiller of the Bucks on the talk show, which is I should probably play at some point in time. Um, but. It's 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 uh, it's accurate, but all forgotten. He saved the franchise, and we have, we all enjoy world championship forever more than anything else, more than John Hammond, more than Giannis, because of Herb Cole, because there were other places in which he could have sold the team, in which it would have been wiser to do so. What did you argue and, with John? What, give us a little taste yeah. of this argument with old. Well, no, Johnny. Herb Cole ruined the franchise when he when he bought the team. They were one of the elite teams in the league. They were good. They were winning. Next thing he takes over as owner, and they sucked for thirty years, other than one or two years. This was before George Carl. I mean, he personally destroyed one of the great franchises, and they were horrible. And you have to go back and and look at the greatness. They didn't win a championship, but they were an elite franchise. Um, for a number of years, and then he took over, and it uh, went quickly right in the tank. I mean, uh, I think I said that if he ever sold the team, I would walk naked a block downtown, and I haven't done it yet, but I I will do it at 3 in the morning when no one's there. I just don't want to get a tick. I don't want to pay any money for it. Um, So so it all all ended up great. As as bad as he was, uh, he's the most important person. So he bought... He bought the organization in 1985. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Bucks records after that. That first year that he was the owner, 57 and 25. Right. Then 50 and 32. Mm-hmm. Then 42 and 40. Mm-hmm. Then 49 and 33. So back yeah. up. 44 and 38. Mm hmm. 48 and 34. And then mm-hmm. in 1991-92, Del Harris's last season, and then they try with Mike Dunleavy, who had won mm-hmm. a title mm-hmm. with the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 31 and 51, 28 and 54, 20 and 62, 34 and 48, 25 and 57. Don't isn't that he was wrong about Mike Dunleavy? Wasn't that what kind of He's wrong about everything. It's hard to be that bad. When you look at look at the bad teams in the league, it's not one decision, you know. All right. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, he, didn't, he, didn't, do, he didn't do anything well. And then even when they were good with George Carl, they were good one year. Somehow that got screwed up. They did, get, they the did essence, definitely screw up. The essence of greatness is, uh, and I use this about Dwayne Wade, is 
Even when you're bad, you're good. And when you're good, you're real good. The essence of bad is even when you're good, you're bad. And when you're bad, you're real bad. That was Herb Cola's owner. And again, look at the the, the championships. And it was only the greatness of the Celtics and, and Philly um, that prevented Correct. the Bucks from making the NBA finals. And it just immediately, or in a couple of years, just... No. Went down the tubes. Fair. Yep. But for Homer, forgotten. Fine. Fine. He could have lost. It's just like winning a title every 10 years. He could have won five games for 20 years. Doesn't matter. In the end, the Bucks are world champions more than anything else because of Herb Cole. And, and you define greatness or being terrible. I don't know how you'd like to choose that one. But when you're good, you are really good regardless of that. Thanks, Homer. Bye.